Hey guys, welcome back to Chaotic But Good. It is uh, Claire here, and I'm here with my dear friend Marquise. We have known each other since high school, middle school. I remember you from Rosa Scott is the big, which was our ninth grade school. Let's say, the, uh, we can say high school. We can say high school. Yeah. Um, well, I really appreciate you being here. Um, as I told you, like, I've been trying to find strangers, and turns out it's harder to find somebody that's very last minute, like, hey, you want to do a podcast in an hour? So I appreciate you being kind of on standby for this. What were your hot plans for the night that you canceled? <laughs> I had none. No, I had absolutely none. Um, also, I trust your opinion, and I can't believe that I'm going to ask this um, live. What were your thoughts on the theme song? It still doesn't have a backing track to it because I can't get my shit together and do that, but... Was it okay? I mean, I didn't have an opinion. You didn't have any opinion whatsoever? No. You didn't. It started playing, and I was like, okay, this is a theme song. All right, we're starting. Well, I had picked out another one to start off with, or I had picked out a few. It took me forever to get one. Danny would, like, yell at me every week, so I finally uh, decided to do that. But I played one of them, and he was like, it sounds like a super church. Like, when you walk in, and I was like, okay. Okay, yeah, now that you say that. Does that one sound like a church? It, okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> Church music all sounds okay. Caucasian church music does have a like sound. <laughs> it, it's very like, like uh, it, that is something that they would play. Okay, you know, Wow Week. I'm not yes, gonna say the church, but yeah. you know, Wow Week. And you know, like they'll show the videos of the day. That is the music that they would play over the slow motion of the kids walking to recreation. So, what you just told me, Danny, I think I have a homework project to find something else this week. I it, mean, but here's the thing, like when I heard it, I didn't I didn't go. This is giving wow week. This but is but now that I said, said it, that, yeah. so now it's giving wow week. Yeah. But okay, so you've actually had a really interesting turn of events in your life recently. Mm -hmm. Um you so we were really close and then you moved away. And we were not close, and yeah. now you're back, and you're like, oh, I need a friend. So, and I know Claire. Yeah. So, what? Tell us, uh, or yeah, tell us about like your journey. So, you graduated high school and you moved to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Oh, yeah, you were in Hattiesburg. No, I didn't. I went to Hines. Yeah, because that's why we hung out right yeah. after high school was yeah. because we were both here, and then you abandoned me and went to Hattiesburg. Yes. But I came, and you would come home a good bit, wouldn't you? Yeah, I can't remember. I remember coming down there and staying yes, at your apartment. I do remember one time. that day. We're not going to talk about that day. I don't, if we're being honest, I don't remember a lot. That makes so, sense. So, yeah, <laughs> that, that tracks um, yeah. memory shot. Yeah. But, and then after Hattiesburg, you moved to, to Orlando. Yeah. Orlando. And you were in Orlando for how many years before you moved back home? It would have been six years today. To, oh, today? It would have been six years. Like, between January 18th and 29th. Really? Mm -hmm. Six years? Has so that I say six years. Are we getting old? Yes. That, that, it, devastating. No, I don't mind. Do you mind the aging process? Is it something that you... Um. No, not... I mean, I guess, because I'm queer. Wait, <laughs> wait, explain. What? Because, <laughs> you know, like, you're old. Okay. For those of you who are listening, I don't know if any gay people listen, but basically 27 to 32. Also, there's a whole thing about that. 27 to 32 is like a significant time on like a significant earth time, but it's also yeah. significant for a lot of people because it is technically your quarter life crisis because oh, Saturn's return is every 27 to 32 years. And uh... so people have like a horrible time. Around this time? Oh, I've been, well, I was not doing well, but I've been doing well recently. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's, again, it's that time period. So, like, it's just a time of rebirth, a time of, like, new beginnings. So, it's kind of the end of your, I want to say, like, youth. Because after 32, 33, your body starts dying at 27, so. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. That explains why my, like, Bones hurt. And I oh, was just my back? About, like, uh, why does my back hurt every single morning? Every morning. Like, um, I need to start. I also don't take care of myself in the ways that I should, which probably doesn't, like, help at all. But Well, I mean, yeah. And also, like, your bed, how you sleep. 
Too. Yeah, I sleep real like my hip hurts. I sleep on my side. Mm-hmm. I'm also my sleep schedule's awful. Like I can't yeah. figure it out. It's too too much. But wait, go back to why why does being queer is this are you about to talk about how like your prime if you're queer oh, is yeah. young so 20s? Like, yeah, so 27 to 32 if you're gay, you're done. I've actually heard this before. Like, this is 27 to 32 is the worst Honestly, 26 is pushing it, but, like, you are in your gay prime, I think, around 22. 22, 23 is, is gay prime. That's, like, barely even an adult. Yeah. Which well, is, I mean, but people love that because everyone younger is better. Yeah, that's a whole weird, We that could be a whole, like, rabbit yeah. trail of, because I, I remember, like, when I was uh, young, like thinking that 18 was so grown and yeah. you talk to 18 and they're adults technically, but, but not real. I still don't feel like an adult though. No, um, it depends on life experiences. Well, and, but I also remember, but it also gets to me personally, and this is not what can anybody's yum. That was somebody that something said to me one time, icking anybody's yum. Like if oh, somebody like- likes it, you don't like Okay, but there was somebody like I remember when I was, uh, you know, we all had our kick and our um, Omegle and chat roulette ages. I remember I got in contact with a guy that was a teacher when I was 16 and he was like 28. He was like, you're so mature and did the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember being like, it's because I'm mature. But as I reached. 28 29 that's creepy like there's no well not even but even if i'd been 18 like why what what do i have in common with an 18 year old besides probably crippling mental health or here's the thing so you told him you were 16 he knew i was 16 oh this was definitely illegal giving pretty little liars it's do you know that i have tried to watch that show so many times, uh, like, I would get almost to the end, and then I'd have to restart it because I forgot everything because, you yeah. know, memory shot. And I did that, like, four times, and I've avoided all spoilers all these years. And I ended up, I saw, I saw a spoiler the other day, and I was so pissed off. Like, I was genuinely, like, I'm going to go back and watch it at this point, but. Clear the show's been over for. I know, but I still don't want a spoiler. Did you watch the whole thing? I didn't watch Pretty Little Liars. Oh, you just know about the relationship with the teacher and the student. Yeah, because it was all of the first season. Yeah, I, I remember. Well, and that's the thing, too. I would keep rewatching, but then I'd remember pieces, and I was like, this is boring. Because I don't do a lot of TV or movies anyway. But do you like TV and movies? Yes. When I was in Orlando, I went to the movies all the time. All the time? Like, because well, I had an AMC, like. Oh, one of the yes. the passes. Yeah. What are some of your favorite movies? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, okay, so I only watch comedies and animated movies and musicals, of course. But, like, I don't do, I'll watch some dramas. But I stay away from, I don't do horror at all, but I do do some dramas. So what are, what's, like, a good comedy? A good comedy. Um... For now, like if y'all haven't seen Poor Things, I think y'all should go. It is it it was nominated for an Oscar this year. Y'all should go see Poor Things. I think the Barbie movie was just the right amount of camp. It was very good. I was also not doing well mentally when that movie came out and I cried so much. For why? It was like the whole, again, don't remember anything, but there was the whole part with, like, the different Barbies and having, like, there was depressed Barbie and there was, and I was like, I'm depressed Barbie. And just, I liked the, I, I don't remember. I just cried a lot. Okay. Like, I just, <laughs> I just cried a ton. What's your favorite animated movie? Oh. Like, of all time? Yes. You get one. And that's the only Clear. one you can watch for the, okay, I'll give you three. Oh, we're going to be... Uh, I can't think of, like, three anim- animated movies that my favorites. What are three that you like, then? Okay, okay. I <laughs> <give you> <laughs> it's like, the, I have to go through, like, the whole... Every animated movie I've ever seen. Okay, so Inuo, I think everyone should check out. It is spelled I-N-U-O-H. It's a Japanese film. It is so good. Are it you, is... 
so good. You like Japanese animation, or am I making that up? Um, I'm not a big anime person, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, so that one. And well, I think people should watch if you're an adult. You should watch it. It's an adult film. I'll say that I'm going to watch it and like add it to my you list, won't. but I'm not. Thank if you, you want to cry, though, I you would cry. Okay, probably. Um, I think the Paw Patrol movie, the first one, <laughs> is so well done. Is is it like genuinely good? Like I can I there is not one bad thing I can say about this film. Okay, that is how good. The Paw Patrol movie is. The not, second one's also really not good too. Paw Patrol. I'm not saying it's my favorite film, but like of ones that I've watched recently, it is top notch. Who's your favorite Paw Patrol dog? I don't. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's the um, it's the the mud. I don't know anything I don't about. Know their names. I, I'm hoping that maybe there's like a mom watching, or there will be a mom that listens or something, and she'll be like, the recycling one, the, the, recycling. the one that likes to recycle. <laughs> I like him, but if you, my roommates, oh my gosh, oh, I could talk about the Paw Patrol movie all day. I hate <laughs> the German Shepherd. Oh, you like, have like I beef with physically them? do I like I cannot stand the German Shepherd. Okay, I think his name's Chase. Why? Watch the movie. What? Okay. Watch okay. the movie. What's another movie that you like a lot? Um, like in general, or an animation movie, or an animated movie. Um, oh gosh, there's so many. Do, 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 I know. Do, do. I like the Lorax a lot. It's cute. I cry every time I watch that movie. I don't know if I've said that on the pod before, but I love the Lorax. I actually really like the Lorax. Saltburn. I haven't seen, I don't even know the, did you watch it? No. I don't even know what it's about. I just keep seeing Saltburn and something about his bathwater getting sold. Yeah, I girl, don't know. I read the um, synopsis and I was like, oh, okay. It was. I know, I, I it know. is the weirdest, most disturbing film I've ever seen in my life. I might actually check that. What's it on? What does it stream on? Netflix. Netflix. I do love Netflix. Oh, my gosh. A Haunting in Venice. Oh, my gosh. I don't even... Is that an animated film? No, it is not. It is a whodunit. Oh, I love whodunits. But not horror. But not But don't horror. those overlap sometimes a little bit? Not really. No? Like, no. Oh. I mean, there, there are whodunits that have horror elements, but I don't know, and I'm sure there are some, but, like, I haven't seen recently any whodunit that's, like, a horror film. What, um, when did that come out? This came out in, well, I want to say, oh, don't make me lie. I'm going to say September, but I might be wrong. I, um, was it like in the theaters? Yes. Yeah, so remember, um, Murder on the Orient Express and, oh gosh, and, um, Death, of the, Death on the Nile. So it's an Agatha Christie do you Look. want me to tell you the truth? You yes. could be speaking Spanish to me right now. I mean, I I'm could like, yeah, speak in yeah. Spanish <laughs> to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, actually, I'm actually. Estoy aprendiendo esto. Ah, <laughs> muy bien. Tengo pescadas en mis pantalones. Yes. <laughs> what did you just say? What did y'all say? Nothing. I <laughs> I said I'm learning Spanish. What did I said say? I have fish in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Sure. What? It's a comedy podcast. Um, <laughs> speaking of like movies and animation, this is going to be a funny memory. And if I could coerce you to do this, this would be awesome. But if you I do the friggin' leak. <laughs> yes. I don't even know if I can do it's, that. I think that you can. So, Danny, have you ever seen Spaghetti with a Chance of Meatball or Cloudy with a Chance Cloudy of Meatball? Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball. Mm -mm. So the second one. This it, was the second it one. used to be a kids' book, but it starts raining food and everybody. But the movie, it's like horrible. But the guy goes, there's a leak in the boat. And this, <laughs> they turn around and it's this little leak sitting there. And he goes, ah! It's and Marquise so used to do that shit. And it would it would crack me up. Claire, I don't know if I can Marquise, let's try. I think you okay. need to Ready? do it. Set. I can. Okay. Like, I can try. Do it. There's a leak in the boat. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> it is. So and that goes, but you want to be a voice actor. That's still a goal. Or yes, for yeah. sure. Why do you want to be a voice actor? 
Oh, my voice wants to be voice actor. Why don't you want to do film? Why don't I want to do film? Is that what you're getting at? Why, yeah, why I don't, don't like you, looking at myself. We literally talked about this like two seconds ago, which is why I'm giggling. But, um, but yeah, but I also <laughs> think that like your voice is so animated, or has, which is funny because your general speaking voice isn't as yeah. animated. Oh, oh my gosh! So when I was at Starbucks, shout out to all the people I worked with at, Star- with at Starbucks before I moved. But um, every time someone would come through, so. In general, people are nicer to girls than they are to boys. And so I would always be like, hello, welcome to Starbucks. Are we getting today? <laughs> All right, Barbie. And, like people ate it up. And so they and they would always say, ma'am, my mother used to get so upset with me whenever we got when we would go through the drive through because they would always call me ma'am. I think my voice is like kind of gender neutral. So, yeah, like, I don't think it it could go either way. But um, they would always be like, all right, ma'am. And my mom would be like. You need to tell them that you are a sir. And I'm like, who's going through that? No one wants to go physically say, hey, by the way. You were wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) I'm a sir. Like, just go through. Just let let them be surprised at the window. But what was so interesting, though, is I feel like, and again, I can't, like, super remember because it was years ago, but we talk about that time that we went to Applebee's and you had somebody come up to you. And it was so interesting that you had turned on, like, this very masculine persona that had more of a masculine voice. Like, you were, it was such a weird switch. It was probably masculine masculine to you. What does that mean? It wasn't masculine It was probably, I was probably like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and for those that are just listening, he did the whole hand like, thing. <laughs> like, like, but no. What is going on? <laughs> um, no, it was a crazy, like, it was a very good character swap. Very much got into character very quickly. Yeah, because I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm an actress. Well, is that why you enjoy, uh, so something we actually both, when you move back home, who, who, I can't remember who it was, who helped you get a job? Oh. Are you talking about Pandora? Yeah. Oh, you. Uh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, I'm like, that's so vague. That's, uh, but no, you are working at Pandora, but I love kind of retail because you kind of get to like be a character with each different person that comes in. Like you have to, does that, do you do that? No. Like, and my, <laughs> like I generally stay the same, but I can, I try to meet people where they are and kind of make a little game out of it. I have like a, there's like, I have a, Every everyone that works retail has a retail persona. My retail persona is very much, but also with all my jobs, like and not in a cocky like I go over and beyond type of way. But I always am very touched when like customer service is really good. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's important for me to give that to people, and because it's Pandora, um, it's like a nicer like. They called us, I think it was like affordable luxury, which was uh, yes, affordable for who? <laughs> like, affordable for people who like actual luxury. Yes. So, you know, I'm not going to say anything else about a Pandora. Look, <laughs> you're <laughs> like, actually, well, no, are you enjoying, I will ask, like, because you had worked at the one in Orlando, mm-hmm. what are the differences between, is it just like slower crowds or? That, it's the guest. Like, Orlando has so many, like, people from everywhere. And so, and here, it's kind of the same. It's a very um, specific person that comes into Pandora. Yeah. There's one of two people, but I'm not going to go into details of. You're like, I want to keep my job. Speaking of, I'm hoping that I, I messaged and asked about, because I started my new job this week. Mm-hmm. Did I did I tell you I have a grown-up job now? No. No. So I actually got my dream job recently. Okay. Um I am the program director for a nonprofit organization. I feel which, like I know this. But it's yeah, like I have an email and business card. So I Ooh. obviously had to like cut back on yeah. Pandora, but I told her like kind of what my schedule looked like and she was like, "I'm going to reach out to HR and let you know." So hopefully I can still work there every once in a while because I do like, I like the stories that come in there. I like talking to people, <laughs> if you can't tell. I'm like, girl, get in, get out. See, you're like a quick start. No, like if somebody comes in there and they want to be in there for a long time and there's not anybody there, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. 
Why not? I don't have anything to do. They're paying me to be there. I mean, you're right, but I guess it's because I think it's because I am from such a fast-paced place. That like, you had to go fast. Yeah, like, okay, so if you work at Disney World, there's four keys. Safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. That last key is supposed to, oh, they just added equality. They haven't. I digress. But they <laughs> they added equality. But they so there's like, quotes around that uh, word. So efficiency though, like was so. my I was like, girl, efficiency. It's supposed to be the least important one, but I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. You're we keeping got, that machine we gotta going. Keep it. Yeah, and it's because I worked at Peter Pan's flight. Which was like the, the, the you walk on that ride. It like was the you, busiest ride I don't, in the park. I will say I haven't been to Disney World in like ten years. I love Peter Pan's flight. Oh I God. and I don't know why. Like it's nothing special. It's old animatronics from forever ago. Like it breaks down a lot. There's I mean, it's but I like But it has the, charm. I think all of the Disney like Disney Dark Rides are charming. What's your favorite Disney Dark Ride? Oh, the Haunted Mansion. Oh, duh. That was, yeah. If that anyone was a stupid is saying anything other than the Haunted Mansion, you're wrong. You're you're just <laughs> wrong. Yeah. So there's also a big, I find that, because you, when you went to Orlando, you did the Disney College program. Mm-hmm. I was actually searching because I'm, you know, I'm trying to get it together with the podcast and like making it more official and trying to balance everything else going on in life. But I tried to find an old picture of me and you to post saying that you were going to be on here tonight. But that was like an hour ago. Didn't happen. But I saw all your like Disney World pictures. But I found that people that work at Disney either love it or they hate it. Which one were you, Marquise? Oh, working there? Mm-hmm. I hated it. Yeah, I remember. It was <laughs> like, <laughs> worst. It was... Okay, I will say, and th- this is a long... that This is a long... The college program I could talk about all day... But general consensus, and I don't plan on working at Disney World ever again, so I really don't care. If you plan on doing the college program, lower your expectations. Like, you are getting paid the bare minimum. You are working the most they can give, like, the most without them having to pay you extra. And the housing situation, now, I did it before the pandemic. I don't know what it is now. But if you have the option, and this is going out to people applying for the college program, if you have the option of staying on Disney property, like in Disney housing or finding your own apartment, find your own apartment. Could you even afford your own apartment, though, doing yes. that? You think so? It, oh, I. the reason I wanted to leave is because it was cheaper for me to get an apartment than to pay. But, and you get your own room. Like I, I read somewhere that they that that housing was built or that it was built to be free. Yes. Like and then they charged charged an arm and a leg. I was paying when I did it. This is why I quit. But basically, I was paying eight hundred dollars a month in rent. This is before the pandemic, so before anyone says anything. But also, it was a one bedroom, and I was sharing a room, sharing a bathroom. So they were getting about $1,600 from those two people. It was just money staying in the company. Yes, but the company, the housing was gifted to them. Yeah, like didn't Coca-Cola gift it to them or something? I don't know who did it, but (laughs) it was gifted to them. So all of this money is just going to the company. Now, again, I don't know logistics because I'm not higher up. When it comes to the college program, but I do not recommend it. And this is like an honest answer. I do not recommend the college program. It is not something, if I could go back, I would not do it. But, and then see, I felt like, I did I tell you about my audition for the Disney program? No, but I would love to hear it. Oh my gosh. I hope that I haven't talked about this on the podcast. I've had so many at this point that I might end up retelling stories, which because I have like four. But um, so for my birthday, I wanted to go audition to be mm-hmm. work at Disney World. So my dad took me for my birthday and we went up to Nashville. And we go up there. For your birthday, you wanted to audition for Disney World? I did. Keep going. I did. 
<laughs> it was it was it was my dream. I found an old journal entry not too long ago, and it said I was talking about how sad I was at pity party. I was 19 years old. This tells you where my mm-hmm. brain was at. But I was like, I just am so tired of being sad. I wrote that I was sad a hundred times, but I want to be skinny and I just want to work at Disney World and I was like babe these are not life goals but I that was a really big goal of mine was working at Disney World and I wanted to be a princess but of course like plus size princesses aren't really a thing so but so I was like fur character that's fine put me in a suit Pooh Bear it'll be great so I looked up the different types of auditions Mm -hmm. and there were the improv ones and there were the dance ones and you didn't know what it was going to be when you showed up and I was counting I was counting on an improv one because your girl can't dance. It was a dance audition. So we're in this dance studio. There were a bunch of people there, and it was a really easy dance. Oh, yeah. Couldn't do it. So they had cameras coming down. So my dad's waiting on me. They had cameras so that the people outside could see you. So I fucked up. I bad. I messed up really, really badly. And I walked out, and my dad said, we can go ahead and leave now if you want oh, to. Yeah. And they cut me very quickly. Like, but... Yeah, the Disney dream was squashed because mm. I don't have any rhythm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think that's what it was, Claire. I'm going to let you know right now. Someone who has worked in the theme parks, who has worked in entertainment in the theme parks, most of the time, I don't know if I should say this. I am going to say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Claire, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter how well or how poorly you had done. Because that first round, and they're gonna tell, they're gonna sit here and tell you. I mean, metaphorically, they they're gonna sit here and tell you that they base it off of that two eight counts of a box step and a wave your hands and say that the following people can stay. Clear, they chose who they wanted to stay for that next round before you had even started dancing. <sighs> I'm letting, and this this goes out to everybody who plans on auditioning for any type of theme parks, cruise lines, all that stuff. You can be talented. That first round is just a type out. And the reason I know this is because before the pandemic, my first audition for Universal Studios, that's what it was. That for, They didn't even have us do anything. We just stood in a line and they had us say something stupid And then they were like, all right, the following people can stay. Because they know who can fit in the costume. They know what heights they're looking for, for all of this stuff. So the first round is just a type So I never had a chance. No. Well, that makes me feel a little better that it wasn't based off my bad box step. They want you to think that it was, you need to work on your dance, but. You can't really work on a box step and swinging your arms in the air. Like, I mean, you could. I mean, I you should have seen how badly I did. I probably could. I probably could. There was, um, but then you also, so after Disney World, you ended up kind of working around. I remember you did auditions, correct? Like, For, or just kind of everything. I kind of worked everywhere. But, I worked at all three of the major parks. But you did, oh, I forgot you worked at SeaWorld as well. Mm-hmm. Also, have you seen the Blackfish documentary? Everyone brings that up, Claire. That was so long ago. Okay, it's still relevant, though. Those whales don't need to be in there. (laughs) That is not... I am not going to say anything about um, SeaWorld. Don't support SeaWorld unless they want to sponsor. Just kidding. I wouldn't take it. I'd say free Why would they sponsor you now? Uh, Don't go there. Well, we we could... take this i mean we had to delete an episode last week so we could delete this one. <laughs> we also i also do want to kind of like comment we had an episode last week that was really cool it had a friend of mine who's 21 years old or 22 and he lives in a nursing home he has cp mm-hmm. and it was a really great episode and we actually had to take it down for legal reasons because like at the nursing home he lives at he ended up mentioning a client's name not their last name just their first name and they made him they made us take it down but it was a really good episode yeah that's complete that's complete but if he signed something when he first got in there then yeah that's It, it was it was but he was like yeah they're they're involved i was like Damn it. But no, he oh, wants to come so back on sometime soon and do another one yeah. and try again. Maybe not mention old gal, but um, yeah. We should, we should bring this, the, 
<laughs> we should bring the camera equipment and and set up everything inside their lobby and, and, and really piss them yeah, off. Like, bring, the, bring the person they mentioned. I was I was just yeah. about to say like uh, I would mention her name, but I would hate for somebody to listen to the next one and then they'd be like, delete that one or we're suing. I didn't sign anything. I'm not gonna do it. Um, I won't do it. But um, so you ended up working at SeaWorld. How was SeaWorld? Um, okay, so I when I quit Disney, you did World, parades at SeaWorld, right? Yes. Okay, I did. Um, I worked at Universal Studios. I did the Christmas parade. You were a who? Oh my gosh, that was so exciting! But that was after SeaWorld. Okay, okay. So SeaWorld so was first. We're gonna get there. It is my favorite job I've ever had. Are we? I was like, we have an hour. I was just being sassy. Oh. We're good. We're fine. We're gonna. We will get there, but it is, so I opened, I opened Sesame Street Land. <gasps> I forgot about that. Oh, this is, my relationship with SeaWorld is, is, I don't think I can, I don't think they would, I don't think I can work there again. Oh, you like burned some bridges. Probably, I don't really care, but. What did you, weren't you like. Cookie Monster? Yes. Or something? Oh, I called myself Face Equity Media Parade Princess Cookie Monster because <laughs> <laughs> it, here's the thing that comes from someone who was Prairie, someone who was Prairie Dawn, and they were like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm Face Equity Media Parade Princess Prairie Dawn," and so I, I kind of just made that my brand. So, did you wear the costume? Were yes. you like, I was the. Cookie Monster. The only character they would approve me in was Cookie Monster. Did you, were you like on any commercials? Like when they play them at the hotels and stuff? Um, no, but I do remember doing a media photo shoot. So you might be out I there might be as out there. Cookie Monster. How was that costume? Oh, it's the best costume. See, I, did I ever tell you that I worked at Magnolia Health Insurance for no. a little stint? No. I did. Guess what I was? Maggie the Magnolia. That's their mascot. A tree? Uh, I, she <laughs> was terrifying. I don't know. I made kids cry, but they you had a, a tree. They had, it, she was just the flower, I think, but she had, um, they had an air conditioning unit in there, mm -hmm. but it was broken. So I'm just carrying this costume that nobody knew what it was because it didn't really look like a Magnolia, but That's it paid really well at the time. Like it was probably 2015 and it was like 15 bucks an hour, which at the time was like, I mean, that was good money at the time. Yeah, I was only making $13 an hour. As Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to let y'all know right now. There are no... If... This is another podcast, too. Like, I could talk about entertainment at large. There are no air conditioning system. There's no, none of that. They don't have no fans. <laughs> no, none of that in the costumes. I hate when people come up and they're like, oh, it's okay. They have... No, we don't. We Plus, don't. It is hot. Also, if you did, that would be even more, like, that would just be more weight. I, so I don't think the air conditioning unit would balance no. out, like, the heat. Here's that the, thing. the story that I heard when I first got into entertainment was there was a show, and the fans are battery-operated. Because there are, like, fan mechanisms. We don't use them. And apparently one of the battery packs exploded in the costume. Did it kill somebody? I don't I don't know if they died, but That's crazy. That's what I was this may be true or not. But this, this what, who, knows? who knows? But that's what I heard through the grapevine. So after SeaWorld you ended up going to The pandemic. Oh. So it was Christmas uh Universal after? That was before. So I quit Disney World literally the day they gave me my second reprimand for not smiling enough. I digress. Um, <laughs> that's a true story. That is a true story. <laughs> Crazy. Um, the literally the day I got it, they um, Universal sent me an email. Back then, this is before video submissions. Back then, you would sign up to get emails about auditions happening, and they sent me an email. They were like, "Hey, we're having parade auditions." And I said, okay, I'm going to go. Killed the audition. Fabulous. Fantastic. I had nothing to lose. So, <laughs> you know, and it was actually really good. I was in my prime at this time and got Big Bad Wolf. You and, were the, oh. And then after that, I was, so my contract was ending because when you're seasonal at Universal, it's a seasonal contract. So I was kind of nervous about what was going to happen later. Happened later. Excuse me. And um, 
Yeah. SeaWorld auditions, they were like, we're opening Sesame Street. You should come audition. And I was so nervous. And I killed that audition, too, because I'm a star. And, <laughs> and got it. So when did the Who thing come into play? That was the last entertainment gig I did before I moved back. Um, so that was, was fairly recently. It was not this past Christmas, but Christmas of 2022. But you said that was your favorite, right? It is my absolute favorite job I've ever done. I bet it was fun to be a who. Like, and it's different every year, but, like, it was, like, you know, I don't know if you've ever had this moment, but there are times when I do shows or, like, I have a contract, and I wake up in the morning, and I'm headed to work, and I go, I would not rather be doing anything else than this right now. That's happened twice in my life. In Grinchmas... And when I basically had a seasonal contract at the Henniger Theater in Melbourne, Florida. And see, I think that's so because, I mean, I have in theater shows felt that before. Mm-hmm. Um, just recently getting back into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I forgot the adrenaline rush that comes with it. But that's how I feel about this new job. Like, I wake yeah. up and I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, it just uh, satisfaction with life. And I think it's really cool that people's passions, like, that that's something that people are able to feel. Because that's such an incredible feeling, Yeah, it, feel, it felt so good. And, well, also, it was so sad because I knew it was going to end. Like All things end. Yeah, but, like... You knew sooner, like, it wasn't <laughs> like, going to be a couple years. I, and I had posted about it on Facebook, too. I was like, I'm having the best time of my life, and I know I will not get this again. How after does... After January. Like, I was like, January 2nd, I will never get this feeling again. Well, and you might elsewhere later on. Not at Universal Studios. Not at Universal. <laughs> How does a professional, like, just kind of... I don't want to say quickly, but I want to talk about some other stuff, too. But how does, like, center players in Madison versus professional theater? Like, what what different feelings does it evoke inside of you? Um, or evoke? Well, I think, like, in general, like, what feelings? Go! Yeah. <laughs> Happy! <laughs> I think, like, comparatively, it's... It was such, it's different because theater here, from my experiences here, it's just a whole different vibe. It's a different atmosphere. It's just the it's just completely different. Like hobby versus job. Does that? Yeah, because everyone that's doing it, like we they we are we were professional performers, and that's what that was our bread and our butter. That's what we love to do, and so the rehearsal process is different. We still had lives. I mean, actors always have another job they have their nine to fives but um like that's what we wanted to do everybody that's there everyone that auditioned and got it wants to be there so there's not a big group of people that are doing doing this because they have nothing else just to do. because they <laughs> are good at it and they're like ah oh, but i hate this job yeah like, like no one's doing that like people are fighting to be in these shows that, yeah, that's true. It was crazy. Um, I recently did, like, two weeks ago. Did I tell you that I got cast yeah, in and, that um, new stage yeah, thing? Yeah, the stage reading. It was a stage reading. And that was such was it? it was such a big moment for me. Because I don't know if you remember, and I'm sure we talked about it, but, like, I was always too afraid to audition for new stage because mm-hmm. I, you know, crippling self-worth. Like, I was like, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And I got cast. And it was just, it was a real cute show. And it was fun. We did, like, two practices or three, maybe. And it was very small and intimate. But it was such a big moment to just be on that specific stage. Because it was such a big... It was probably, like, you're real... It was probably a goal that you didn't think... Was ever going to happen. And then you do it. And there's something about... That feeling, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. The feeling of, like, this is something I didn't think would happen. And then it happens. Yeah, Yeah. it's such a... but it And it's crazy when you put the work into those things yourself, how that feels different. Like, if somebody had just come up to me and been like, you want to be in the show? Like, it would have been different, but I had to, like, go out of my way to make it happen. And I don't know, it's just wild. But you ended up... How long ago did you move back here? Um, I moved back December 18th. Why did you move back? Um, I had already done everything I needed to do in Florida. 
Like, the biggest thing was I had felt this plateau. Like, the gigs were coming. It had gotten to a point where, like, I wasn't auditioning for shows. And um, there was nothing else that I thought could happen in a short amount of time. And so I kind of had gotten tired of Orlando. Do you think that... Was it just a, like, job-related thing? Or do you think that you felt like no more could be done there because of mental health? Or what was... I think it's a a lot of things. But I do think that, one, 27 to 32 is a hard time. (laughs) But I honestly do think that I had done everything that I could have done. Like, there was nothing... there was nothing new that I wanted to do. And I truly believe that I had outgrown the Orlando scene. And I'm not saying that the people there are not the people in Orlando are so talented. Like it is a talented group, a talented area. And I think Orlando needs more recognition for its talent pool because they are so talented. But I think that for what I wanted to do, there was nothing else available for me. So I said, I need to go. And I had had that feeling for years. So like why did you come back here? Because I couldn't afford, basically I wasn't able to save anything. Like, I knew I wanted to go, but I couldn't save any money to go because it's so expensive living in Orlando. And the rent just kept going up. Like Rent in Orlando is insane. There's a couple places that I'd like watch the rent a lot when I wanted to move. And like New Orleans is one, but Orlando was... It's getting, like it is... And it's not just me, like, a lot of people, my roommates were saying, like, the rent, my rent almost doubled when we just resigned. How much were you paying, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it depends on where I was staying. When I stayed, I've stayed, I moved six times and... You're somebody that finishes an every, apartment lease and goes. Yeah. I like, That's I generally what so I did, much. minus my last apartment. Like, I don't mind the whole I hate moving but I like going to new places like yeah like or well, especially I've only apartments stayed in Kissimmee and Orlando like my first so my first place I stayed in was Disney housing and then I stayed with my friend near Disney housing and then when I moved out I was in Kissimmee then I moved back to Orlando near Disney housing and then moved back to the other apartment complex so it's kind of weird, but basically I only stayed in Orlando and Kissimmee. Was it a little bit of a culture shock coming back to Mississippi? Because I know that here we're a lot more conservative and if you don't look at me like that, but a lot more conservative. And then you moved to Orlando where it's a lot more open and accepting to the queer community to there's more opportunities and stuff like that. How has it been moving back to a Claire, place that's I literally more texted my sisters yesterday and was like, this was a mistake. like literally I am not exaggerating it's but you don't plan on being here for long like you have no and I'm also dramatic so there's that what what are you (laughs) what is something that you do appreciate about being here Marquise (laughs) (laughs) there's gotta be something your good pal Claire like my good pal Claire your family Cheaper rent? <laughs> Damn. Like. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, I don't want this to be, and I literally thought about this in the car. I don't want this to be a, like, dog Mississippi. I, the thing is, it is not a place for me. Yeah. Like. And that's fair. At all. And valid. And I don't think the cheaper, because here's the thing, the cheaper rent's not really helping because we're also not being paid Enough. Enough. <laughs> so, like, it didn't. It doesn't really matter you that just, it's cheaper living. So you're just miserable right now. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. I am very miserable right now. <laughs> how is how is not being how is that affecting your mental health? Not, it's not affecting it very well. 
It's not affecting it very no. well. Do you have a therapist? I have some resources for you. After I would this. love those resources. Yeah, I actually get free therapy and I'll do shout out. So I was raised Catholic. I don't know if that's why I got in so quickly, but I go to Catholic charities and I'm no longer Catholic anymore, but we don't talk religion or anything. Okay. It's a great source for people that need some sort of therapy. There's also a seminary around here. Um, I got kicked out of it because they told me that I was an addict and I was like, oh. no, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, well but yeah no they have really good it's students so you switch every Mm -hmm. couple but it's a really um i think that it's so important to nurture your mental but it's so hard to like when you're feeling in that funk to actually go about doing it i don't even think that's what it is because i had another reason why i moved is because my mental health had gotten so bad but i honestly think what it was for me is that Things are not free. Nothing comes free. And the health, we know the American healthcare system is not the best. It is the worst. It is literally the worst healthcare system in the world, arguably. So for me, it was it wasn't that I didn't want help and it I knew I needed help. The issue was that I couldn't afford, I literally could not afford, you know, even $35 per session to go talk to someone because that's how bad it was living like that's how bad the cost of living was like I would pay my bills and have maybe a hundred dollars for gas food anything else well and I think and this is just where my spirituality comes into play um not religious but spiritual in a Mm -hmm. whatever way you want to call it but I think that like, I'm so shocked by the way that things work out. Like, there's probably a reason that you're here. You just haven't figured it yeah. out yet. Um, like, I was talking to somebody the other day. I freaked out about not getting this apartment complex job because I wanted cheap rent. And I was yeah. supposed to get it, and I couldn't get it. And it was such a, like, I got the job, but I couldn't take the job because of some stuff. And I remember, like, freaking out, like genuinely freaking out. And then I got my dream job. But I think that like I needed that hope at the beginning because it gave me hope that there were other options. But then things turned out way better than I expected. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that like give it a little give time time, Marquise, you know? Uh no. No. (laughs) Hard pass. I just am gonna sit and be anxious and miserable. Well (laughs) I and that's the thing. Well I told my sisters this yesterday too. The issue is I'm tired of saying the issue is but Basically, coming from an area, one where you're, you don't have to be something you're not. Like, one, I'm uncomfortable, period. But, like, also on top of that, like, there were things to do. So, even if I was having a bad mental day, I could do something to get my mind off of something. I was learning how to figure skate before I moved. Yeah, we don't have that here. Yeah, and like, I'm not gonna lie, it was something that, if I was having a bad day, I would just put on my skates. And do that? And skate a few laps, and my mind would be clear. And like, I don't have that anything like that here, so I kind of just stay at home. Well, I think that that's something, because that's something I had to learn recently, was how to find stuff Mm -hmm. to do. Like, going on a walk in my... Not sponsored hokas. Can you? Is this on me? My they're new. (laughs) My not sponsored hokas, and then my. uh, I was like, are y'all sponsored? Or no, I'm trying really, really hard. And then um, and my my Stanley cup that might have lead in it, according to Facebook. Um, But like, you know, risk it for the biscuit. I'm a brand girly. But um, this episode is actually sponsored by somebody super special. Look, that was pretty good, right? Are you ready to launch your podcast with ease? Let Audio Alchemy Productions elevate your content with our state-of-the-art four-camera studio and top-tier audio production. Focus on your message while we handle the rest. From recording to distribution on all major platforms. Whether you're a brand, an influencer, or a storyteller, let's amplify your voice. Contact us at 601-672-6591 and start your podcast journey today. You didn't know that we were still recording, I so you mentioned something. What did you say? Well, I, was, 
I, one, I hope I didn't ruin the sponsorship. <laughs> I, like, I didn't know my mic was on. Um, I've done that makeup. You yeah, I got grounded one Halloween, and so that was how I. <laughs> you were it's like, um like a zipper face, but yeah. I actually made that blood with chocolate syrup and peanut butter. Speaking of special effects makeup, I messed up on my audition form for New Stage and said that I could do special effects makeup mm-hmm. to make me seem more interesting. And now I have to teach people how to do special effects makeup for a show. But I got my foot in the door, so, you know, like... I mean, yeah. But back to, like, things to do in Jackson. Mm. I think that there are there are less things to do than, like, a city. But there is there's more than there used to be. Marquise, we used to literally... Yeah, we'll say it. We used to drive around late at night, and we were, like, regulars. We had no reason to be in the sex store. That's true, but like, but clear, we were I'm like not hanging going out. to the sex store just to hang out. <laughs> <in the sex laughs> <There store>. <laughs> That's some 18 year old I'm going to go to the sex store. That's literally what we would do is we would drive down there and talk to those people. I mean, and we would drive around. That was our big thing. And that's still a big thing, driving around and just chit-chatting. I love a good like trace drive yeah, with a good but, like, conversation. Driving around and chit-chatting does not speak to me. There's, I don't know. Danny, what do you do in Jackson? Here he comes. <laughs> um, I work. I make money. I'm up here. And uh, I'm fucking happy. And you're happy. Like, yes. no tea. If you were to ask someone that lived in Orlando what they did for fun, it would not be I work and I'm happy. But I think <laughs> that I have to find, like, a contentness where I'm at. Like, I've been real... I've been like on this self love journey, like trying to figure out who I am and stuff and having to be okay with not doing anything. Yeah. Cause I think my big thing is I try to distract myself from being with myself. Cause I was hanging out by myself yeah. the other day and I was like, I don't like this. I don't mm-hmm. like, so I ran it, but I sat through it. I was like, these are just feelings. We're just going to feel them. But I think my biggest reason for distraction is because I don't like where my head goes sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know. Do you think that? Yeah, like, I do think I do think that. Yeah. But I also like my, my love language is quality time. I I'm telling you, I've talked about this before. I love my quality time friends because what are you doing after this? Nothing. Okay, so you want to ride around with me for a little bit? I mean, we can. Okay, cool, awesome. Well, but yeah, just like. But that's the thing. Like, I think that's what it is. Is if I'm by myself, I would much rather occupy my mind I and it's something that I tell like I give advice to is like sometimes you just need to find something to occupy your mind because the mind is a scary place if you wallow in it too much well and I think my biggest thing is trying to train my mind to not to be not in, do that to not be yeah. but it's so much like reparenting myself mm-hmm. I tell people I don't like working out like in front of people because I cry a lot like, especially if I've been out of it. Hear me out. I had a really Wait, mean... are you crying? Danny, don't laugh. <laughs> Wait, are you crying because you're working out? Or are you crying because you don't want people looking at you? It's not the looking at me. When I had gotten more in shape, like, I felt really good about myself. But I think about how mean... I'll throw shade. Coach Yates, he was so... I shouldn't have done that. That was... Uh, he's fine. He's not going to listen to this. But he was, like, super mean and detrimental to my self-worth. Mm-hmm. But it was my fault for, like, carrying that and not, like, realizing where he was no, at. No, Claire. Was, no, we are not going to say it's my fault. Like, people should not be mean to you. No, they shouldn't. But at that point, once he did the thing, like, I shouldn't have taken it so personally. Like, he just wasn't super kind to kids that were out of shape. Yeah, Claire, but he also could have just been kind. He could have been kids. kind, but what am I going to do about that? You know, like, how am I going to make somebody be kind? It, it, the only thing that was my bad was, like, being 28 years old and, like, crying as I run because I think about how I couldn't when I was a kid. Like, it's a lot of self-talk Childhood that I'm trauma. doing. It's a lot of self-talk. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of, like... You're doing it, little Claire. You're running. You're doing great. Because <laughs> little Claire's like, this is awful. But no, that's why I don't work out around people. I say that. I haven't worked out in a really long time. Running is awful, though. Um, running is absolutely the like, worst. I, whoever invented it is burning right. I know. Whoever I know. <laughs> the burning. is in hell. I literally, I miss working out because I had gotten, it, 
it wasn't even that my body, like my weight stayed about the same. Mm-hmm. Like I've gained a little yeah. bit of weight recently, but I had gotten really strong and like capable. Mm-hmm. But with that came a confidence that I didn't have before. Yeah. And like literally if I started working out for a week, I would think that I was the hottest thing that I was mean, walking around. It's the serotonin. It's the, it probably is. I need to start working out again. This is a. Oh, well, they do say that like if you work out. If you're ever feeling bad, go work out. Do you want to get a gym membership? I am considering it because I do. Okay, I did move to Florida because I needed to work out. Uh, because the entertainment industry is very looks heavy. Yeah. And the reason I was not cast at Disney World is because I didn't have Disney look. Well, apparently me too. So <laughs> like, You're not the only one. But I do want to. The only issue is I did cancel my gym membership because I hadn't gone in a year. And see, I think that if I had somebody, I say I don't like working out with people, but like I, I think that if I had an accountability, like, hey, will you yeah. go with me? Then it'd be like, well, I'm committed, so I need to be. But I also hate going to the gym with people because they usually don't. I'm not going to say names, but let me just say I have another friend that I'm not talking to right now. And I will tell you later after the podcast who I'm it is. I love some tea. Um, But we went to the gym once and I'm like, okay, let's just run for a minute. You know, get that heart rate going. <laughs> and this person proceeded to say no and cry because we were running. And I was like, it's just a minute. Like, you can say no, but also, like, if I'm putting in all of this work and all you want to do is walk and talk, no. Like, you were there to actually work, work out. out. And see, that's the, yeah, I... I had gotten really into, there was a person that does, it's something called the Good Body Project. Mm -hmm. And it's a guy who's, his wife is like more the hard one and he's real sweet. But he's like, you can do it. Nobody can take this win from you today. You're doing awesome. And like, love that. I need, I need words of affirmation, girl. Which I'm okay with that. But this was a complaint the entire time because we're at the gym actually. No, it's supposed to hurt. That's what makes it feel good. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say any lie to you. I hate working out. Um, I got super skinny. Well, I I thought it was massive, but I got super small because I was wearing a fifty pound costume doing three parades and today. like just sweating, yeah, like, and just sweating. And maybe we should a, get like costumes. Fifty made. pound. We should go get um, one of those ghetto Mickey Mouse costumes and just run and at just, go to show up at Planet go Fitness, go to Strawberry Patch Park, and just. Uh, that sounds absolute. That Horrible. sounds like my personal hell. But you know what? You want those pounds to come off? That's well, how you do it. my thing is, is I love a sweet treat. Like I love a sweet <laughs> treat. Like I want, I want a crumble cookie right now. I'm like, not sure. Now my sister would say, uh, "That is so. That is something a fat person would say." Oh. Fat people will eat and then go. I need something sweet. I <laughs> look. Oh. Well, I learned something about myself today. I had um, a good friend of mine, Oliver. He was like, I, um, he said, Claire, you're not gay, but you've always been one of the gays. And that was the nicest thing somebody's ever said to me. Ally. Depending on who you ask. Oh, yeah. I guess, like, people's uh, different opinions on different things. I think about 75% of um, people assigned male at birth in Mississippi would disagree. Would disagree. I don't, I think it depends on who you talk to. So many different, I I think that that's something that is so interesting about the world is that everybody has different opinions and different experiences and why people feel the way that they do or why they're, and that's not, but I don't, it's, it's crazy to hear. That's why I enjoy doing this podcast so much is because I hear so many different stories and different perspectives on things that I wouldn't. No, or wouldn't even think about sometimes. Yeah. But um, listening to other people's story is a, a big thing. No, yeah, yeah and, for sure. And I and I think that it is important for people to be open minded. I think that's the big one, and yeah. I think that you do a very good job of just being open minded because a lot of people don't want to hear anything that does not match up with how they think things right. are. And I think that the world itself should be a little bit more open-minded to a lot of things. Like, for example, like I identify as non-binary and I know that if I were to say this to my parents or to my grandparents or to anyone else, they wouldn't even acknowledge it. Not only would they not acknowledge it, but they would completely ignore it because they don't want to take the time to listen. Yeah. And I think it is so important. I also definitely said the wrong pronoun earlier, and I do 
apologize I probably didn't realize it. Uh, but well, mm. When I moved to Mississippi. You have to. And we talked about, and don't give up. Like, your, your identity is important to you, and that's something yeah. that people need to, I mean, whether people agree with it or not, that doesn't matter. There's, like, you I deserve to I think that respecting feel, how people yes. want to be called. Like, it'd be... It would be the same thing as, like, your name's Claire, but every time I acknowledge you, I call you Melissa. Oh, she, Melissa sounds like she would not be very kind. And it's not, and it's not because I don't know that your name is Claire. It's because I don't want to call you that. I'm going to call you Melissa. Yeah. It's the equivalent of that. Well, and I think something that I appreciate about our friendship is that we don't all, like, that conversation that we had in the car the other day. Like, we didn't necessarily agree with one another, but we were able to listen, and, being able to listen to you tonight has been really cool, even though it was just a catch-up session. I told you yeah. it was super casual. But um, unfortunately, like, our time is about up. But I do yeah. want to ask you um, a question. If you had one piece of advice, let's say this goes viral, and all my one pieces of one advice, piece. or something that you would like the world to know, what would it be? Um, everyone is the protagonist of their own life. And kindness is free. I love that. So Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, kindness is free. Everyone is the protagonist of their own life. So just because you don't like someone doesn't mean that they don't have their own personal problems that they are going through. So just be nice to everyone, no matter what. Uh, I mean, unless they talk about your mama, in which case... (laughs) I know. I I love hearing the little people's like quips at the end because it's it's generally all been be a good person and I love that that's such an important thing to people yeah but I also will say this don't preach it if you ain't doing it oh there are a lot of people in this world who are like be a good person and they're not good people like every day I will not raise I try I haven't raised my voice in a very long time I will not raise my voice with you I will always listen every day my goal is to make sure that I am not making other people upset and to treat people like human beings. I was talking. No matter who they are. Yeah. I was talking to somebody who was very, very special to me the other day and they said, leave the world better than you found it. Oh, just oh, leave it better yeah. than you found it. And I love, I just, I loved that. Leave it better than you found yeah, it. Yeah. For those of you who are spitting your gum out and throwing it into the bushes. My goodness. <laughs> Stop that. Leave Don't let her. the world better. But no, um, yeah, SeaWorld free Shamu. But yeah, this is. Yeah. Um, this let is, those orcas. I mean, don't let the orcas go. They will die. No, but <laughs> but you, you get our point. But no, thank you so much for being here. So last minute. Again, strangers aren't super open to doing this last minute. Yeah. So I appreciate you being it's here. It's because you're not giving them incentives. Uh, I don't have money for that. But no, thank you so much for coming mm-hmm. here today. Okay. And I am glad that you're here. I'm thankful that you have come back around into my life. I love how the world works out. Yeah. But um, yeah, let's go run some errands quality time, friend. And we'll catch you next time, guys. Be blessed.